Hello, this is Sarah Pearson, Features Editor at the Concord Monitor, here with Granite Geek David Brooks to learn more about an article he wrote this week. Hello, Dave. Hello, Sarah. So before we get too much into this, Dave, what is vein pattern recognition? You mentioned that a lot in the column this week. Ah, vein pattern recognition. This is veins as in your blood veins. And apparently each of us, the, the veins as they develop, they have a pattern. Uh, and it is unique to an individual's and there are um, processes by which they can be photographed and used to uniquely identify you just like um, you've you know your iris identification it looks in your eyeball or fingerprints like a fingerprint basically it is a process of doing that I see so why were you writing about this because it's cool no no uh, so I was writing about it because it came up in one uh, in a proposed uh, bill before the legislature um, my column this week um, is about I don't know about a dozen bills that are floating around that are of interest to people who would read a column called Granite Geek. Uh, most of them won't ever come into fruition. There's a long way to go before these ideas might or may not actually come to the votes. And then the Senate would have to vote on them, and then the governor would have to approve and all that. So most of these probably won't come out. But they are interesting ideas to talk about. And the fact that they're even floating around in the legislature is, is interesting. So vein pattern recognition came up in a bill that would add it, as well as a lot of other neat stuff, to the state's consumer protection uh, statute. Um, basically saying that if a company collects vein pattern recognition or your iris patterns or other ways they can identify you, including gait analysis, gait is in G-A-I-T, the way we walk, okay. um, and a voice pattern recognition, things like that. If, if a company collects all that stuff under this bill, it would not be able to use it in any way that you had not specifically agreed to. So, you know, if they collected it as part of your you know, being able to sign in and get access to your bank account or something like that, then they could only use it for that. So there are a number of other things that are already in the bill. This would add all these new technologies, basically trying to keep up with technology. So that, that was why that came up. Um, there were some other, you know, sort of perennial geek stuff. Uh, one bill would allow the state to accept Bitcoin uh, for other cryptocurrencies for payment. Uh, another one would give the state uh, oversight of uh, what they call small unmanned aerial vehicles, meaning drones, which are right now in sort of a nebulous area. And as we have seen, can be a problem. Uh, if you fly them too close to airports, you shut them down. So that might be a good idea. Another one would uh, talk about net neutrality, which is that controversial area of laws that would basically force Internet providers to give everybody equal access to the pipes approximately, uh, and this bill would, would establish uh, net neutrality um, guidelines and say that the state would only do contract with providers that met those guidelines. I'm not sure that's legal because this is sort of a federal thing. The FCC has basically freed up tossed net neutrality out the window, but it's an interesting idea. And daylight savings time was on that list? Ah, good old daylight savings time. There is something about daylight savings time, you know, switching the clocks twice a year that just drives some people crazy, and they just hate it. Uh, and how and, else do you can remember to change your fire alarm batteries? <laughs> there you go. It saves lives, daylight savings time. Um, so uh, this bill would, it's, it came up last year, it's come up a, actually the, for discussion for a couple of years, uh, basically would shift us into the Atlantic time zone, which is the next time zone east, the one that Nova Scotia is in, and would eliminate daylight savings time. So basically would 
make us be on daylight savings time all year round, I think. I can never remember which one moves the clock forward and which one moves the clock back. Um, but it would only do it if Massachusetts and Maine have also done it. The idea being you don't want to be out of sync with Boston. Uh, Boston, there's been a, um, a bill down there to possibly change. Basically, people say we're too far east to be in the eastern time zone, so the, the sun sets and rises at weird times, plus they hate daylight savings time. Um, I assume this isn't really going to go anywhere, um, but it just lets the anti-daylight savings time people, gives them something to, to rant about and throw their fists in the air. And what else were you talking about? Uh, let's see. Uh, there is a one another effort um, to uh, use algorithms uh, to draw political boundaries in the state, an optimization process. Um, this is part of a number of, of much more traditional political bills to sort of revamp the way that political boundaries are drawn, concerns about gerrymandering or, you know, one party, whatever party's in power gets to tweak these boundaries to its own benefit and that's stupid and makes people suspicious so let's try and do it more objectively and and that would be math um, that failed last year probably will fail this year because it's people are suspicious of algorithms and optimization it's kind of hard to know what's going on but but it's an interesting idea uh, there's a couple bills that indirectly or directly take aim at telephone number spoofing spoofing being uh, the tech term for when you pretend you're somebody or not uh, basically, telephone number spoofing is when you get a call and it seems to be from some particular number and you answered it and it's actually a telemarketer or some spam guy who's faking it as if they're calling from this other number. This would make that illegal. Uh, again, I'm not sure that's actually something a state law can do because that's ten telecom tends to be a federal thing, but who knows. Uh, let's see. What else? There's uh, one law that would make the require the state to have all, all of its vehicles to be zero emission within the next... I forget exactly, five or seven years, something like that, So, which was interesting. Wow, Dave, I never thought I'd see you covering the state house. We all have our sacrifices to make in life. Well, thanks for doing that for mm -hmm. us, Dave. I, I throw myself on the sword for the readers of the Concord Monitor. <laughs> you can learn more about science stuff and state house goings-on at concordmonitor.com. And catch up on all the Granite Geek columns and related stories at granitegeek.org. And you can subscribe to this podcast on Stitcher, Google Music, Podbean, or iTunes. The theme music is Little Smartphone People by The Spidekicks. Kicks.